Oh, well, hello there. Come closer. Gather round. I can't speak too loudly in case, well, um, never mind that for now. Things have been a little weird the past few months, so it's nice to have someone to talk to. The crew of our beloved USS Tapan's radio program have all gone their separate ways after the startling revelation that their captain, the time-displaced Kathy, had come from the future to secretly manipulate them all into forming a crew. In her own time, the crew became bitter and evil after losing touch with each other, only to reform later and become the cruel warlords, the establishment. So you see, Kathy's machinations actually made the split happen. A self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. What? Oh, I've had a lot of time to think about this, you know. And that's not the worst part. The evil establishment have come from the future to make doubly sure their path to villainy is cemented. If things sound terrible, well, that's because they are. I don't even know where we'll start this episode. Tapan's Theater on Subspace presents the feature-length, not-quite-a-podcast, not-quite-a-movie, not-quite-season-three special in THX. Turns out I don't have a choice, because we're starting in the Orion Sector, in some scummy dive bar on Oblivion Outpost. Looks like this season's going to keep up our past standards. Ooh, don't touch anything, listeners. Ooh, ooh. Arkeep, I'm looking for someone. Young woman in her 20s, ready brown hair, kinda plain looking. If this were a story, she'd be the every woman type. Goes by the handle of Kathy. We don't give out customer details here. Get lost. Sure about that? All I need is a nod in the right direction. Listen, this is free Orion territory. We value secrecy and confidentiality here. Bounty hunter scum. Wherever this Kathy is, while she's in our space, she's safe. She'll escape, and you'll go back to your paymasters empty-handed. You ain't never gonna find her. For our next song on Baltar's Karaoke and Nachos Night, singing Gorn Just Wanna Have Fun, please welcome to the stage the ready brown-haired, kinda plain-looking 20-something every woman, Kathy. Well, I guess I'll just keep looking. Thanks for the help. Hey! I was about to sing that. Welcome to a universe of disappointment. I'm already there. Now get lost. Let me finish my drink until I can't feel the feelings anymore. Hotin was right. Sparing people's emotions is for chumps and condolence cards. Hotin was, is, and always will be a doofus. Pull yourself together, girl. You're a mess. What do you care? I lost my family, my ship, my reason for being... Who the hell are you to tell me how to live now? <sighs> I'm you, dumbass. From the future. Your future, I mean. No cracks about the wrinkles or I'll smack you upside the head. So it's true. Drinking too much can make you see double. Ugh. How was I ever this pathetic? Listener, listener. Thank the continuum. Looks like our old acquaintance Tapan and the USS Tapan's radio program here to answer a stranded ship's distress call. Oh, it's, uh, it's not him, it's them. Sorry about this, listeners. <clears throat> and so our heroic establishment, the future order-loving versions of our pathetic protagonists, warp in to deal with a stranded ship that can't even help themselves. Will they spare them, or give them the honor of crushing them under their boot heel? Let's find out. Grand Admiral Dross, I've found the source of that annoying squawking. Was it you, computer? Yeah, I was receiving a distress call. A call for help? 
It's been so long. I forgot that people used to expect others to help them. How pathetic. Remember, Dross, to obtain the Eye of the Tiger, we must rise up to the challenge of our rivals, not stoop to help lowly chattel. Is he seriously quoting songs again? After three decades, Tapan, how have you not gotten the memo? We don't want to hear them. I went the distance, and I am not going to stop. Just a Vulcan and his will to survive. Enough with the bickering. Computer, are our guests refreshed and ready to begin our work? Oh yeah, they're champing at the bit. I don't think Tavon liked that we put him in his old quarters. <laughs> of course he didn't. That old Cardassian hates everything. Beam us all to the conference room, computer, now. About time you got here, lad. I twiddle my new capitalist mustache and scoff loudly. Scoff. That mustache is as predictably pointless as Asimov's laws regarding humanoid endangerment. Space danger. I don't even know why I'm here. I had a long afternoon of crying planned. Well, I for one think this is just lovely. The whole gang back together again. Order! I know it's been a long time since we all sat down in a room together. Gods, how long has it been? I pull my latinum oversized pocket box from my pocket and twiddle it twixt my fingers. Who can even say? Four years, seven months, four days, thirteen hours. Of course, Tapon can say he is more machine than I. And forty-three seconds. It was when Hotin made us get together for urgent reasons, only to find out it was his birthday. Time is as arbitrary as our lives. The only meaning to be found in the passing of the hours is that it brings us closer to our ultimate demise. I, um, d d disagree This time, am amongst old friends, it it's precious. Uh. <sighs> I doff the brim of my top hat. Who invited this naive little loser? I did. This mission in the past requires all of us. If computers' predictions are correct, the rebel that traveled back here to change the past intends to somehow change our history and prevent us from becoming the leaders of the known universe. I, for one, will not let that happen. To go back to... <laughs> radio broadcasting like some common podcaster... Ugh. Do we have any idea who this young rebel was? And more importantly, we could annihilate them like I intend to annihilate all carbon-based life, uh, present company excluded. Until further notice. The scans seemed familiar, but I couldn't put the face to the file registry. Maybe we just let this happen. Either the fates will it or not. Our efforts are ultimately meaningless. The universe will consume us all eventually. What? Should I short my stocks or sell my stocks? Do I need to do something to my stocks? To my shorts? When is the universe going to go kablooey? In about 200 billion years. Oh, thank heavens! This isn't the right time to mess with my portfolio. My x-ray vision indicates those are not stocks in that files. They are clippings from pornography magazines. Enough of this. We need to figure out our plans to stop ourselves becoming nice or something. The problem is, if they see us all evil and shiz, they're going to warp out of here faster than to pawn strip to Ryza every seven years. Indeed. We don't want to scare them in the opposite direction. Any ideas, crew? I just say we hit them hard and fast with love and support and understanding. If we show them how awesome we are, 
that they'll jump at the chance to be us. Permission to vaporize the Green Weakland Grand Animal Dross? No, leave him. Our little Hoteen just hasn't been the same since that liar Kathy betrayed us all those years ago. And, uh, Dragbot Prime, if you could just insult me a bit instead of asking permission, that'd be great. New orders accepted. What now, you watery sack of diseased effluence, creator sir? We still have that distress signal to deal with? Perhaps we should just ask those hapless souls for their advice. Their opinion seems just as irrelevant as the rest of ours in the grand scheme of things. Bully idea. Tally-ho and spit spot. And also, yes. This is Commodore Sweetberry of the Fluff and Stuff Alliance and all around bestest friend Corrective. We're in great danger. My first officer fell off her chair and can't get up. She's just flailing her little paws around. Please help. This pathetic situation is what we stopped our meeting for? Why my fluffy stuffing? Is that deep upon? You're greatly revered on our planet. Do you think once you help us we can get some autographs? Pretty please. Full spread of torpedoes, computer. Let's give them the last help they'll ever need. With pleasure. Wait, could you beam me over there first? Oh, grim torment. Why does death's sagging teeth elude me still? But, but, but they were defenseless, innocent. They were no threat to us. They just thought we were our old selves. Exactly, you wet skidmark. Don't you remember who we are? Lord Crashnold Space Danger, the capitalist mogul. Tapon, our minister of disinformation. Brother Tavon of the Black Sky Brotherhood, the assassins who worship death above all. Drakbot Prime, the robot simulacra I created after Drak died shooting himself out of the torpedo tubes into a black hole. Our upgraded computer. And you, the man who tried to get us involved in a friendship bracelet pyramid scheme. We are the establishment, the rulers of the galaxy. Now get out of here and do something you're good for like scrubbing space barnacles off the hull. Much as it pains me to admit it, that weakling has given me an idea. We are overlooking an important detail in our machinations. We look like our past innocent selves, so why not take advantage of that? Discredit them? Turn the universe against them so they turn against the universe? Gather around, everyone. We've got some scheming to do. At last they've gone. Let's GTFO of here and warp back to our own beloved USS TRP so we can all ROTFL with our BFFs. But OMG, the crew are still AWOL, AFAIK. WTF, OTOH, it's much better than where we were. Let's join Tapan to see what he's been up to in the three months since we last saw him. TTYL. Good evening, listeners. On this evening's broadcast, we will be talking about the concept of showing a liking for things by placing a ring on them. Should I be doffing my microphone with some sort of circular band? <sighs> no, that is terrible. Computer, delete entry. Unknown query. Please use one or two words only. I have two of Hoteen's choicest words for you, computer. How about fucked upon personal log day 24,455? It has been 94 days since the others left the ship. 94 days of isolation. 
At first, I assumed that the solitude would provide me the time I needed to develop new show ideas. However, I find myself bereft of inspiration, and try as I might to harness my inner small-town girl living in a lonely world, I'm finding it difficult to keep on believing. I find I miss the rest of my crew, which is disconcerting and icky. To pawn personal log, day 24,456. As broadcaster's block continues to assail me, I have once more chosen an old transmission of the Tapons radio program to replace the lack of a live broadcast, marking the 95th consecutive day I have done so. As a rule, I fastidiously delete my old shows, because perfection cannot be contained, merely released like a butterfly, and subsequently, I only have a limited amount of reruns remaining. My calculations suggest that I will run out of old material in... Transmission ceased. Playlist ended. <sighs> it is time for me to leave the comfort of the booth after three months confined to this room. I admit to a thimbleful of trepidation about what I may find outside. Computer, open door. Unable to process. Insufficient power. To open a simple door? How are you even more useless than your predecessor? Basic model. Off-the-shelf customization. Power is down shipwide. Pick one. Fascinating. And slightly concerning. Power levels critical. Warp core breach will occur in 27 hours. Slightly more concerning. A warp core breach? We haven't even arrived at the second act yet. Well, in any case, let's try to find something to help wind down a bit after that last scene. I know. Let's check in on Tivan. It looks like he's, uh, uh, running errands. Wow, I didn't think we'd slow down that much. But sure, let's, uh, see how it's going. Come on, Gulliver. It's only your first job you've taken in a... Has it really been a year since my last bit of wet work? I really have been such an earth slug lately. Maybe it's just because of the location. Oh, there's the entrance. I still can't believe my contact would want this kind of job done in a crowded... Convention Center. No, no, I can't let the white noise win. If I wanted a rematch with the void of my own solitude, I would have stayed at my apartment. I just need to keep talking until I can find someone else to keep it from... Ow! Watch the threads, buddy! I just had this jacket rewind, and by the looks of you, I doubt you could afford to replace even a single square inch. Oh, teen, what do you even do? It's it's me. It's Tavan. Not a single square inch. Didn't you usually do those patterns yourself with the glue gun you'd borrow from Dross? Sure. Back when I was some upstart shock jock, not the household name I am today. I see. Now let me just brush these strands of dried glue off of my vest. Look, Tavan, you don't have anywhere else to be, do you? I'm kind of expecting somebody. You're expecting someone? Here? Thank you, court stenographer. What of it? At an assassin's convention. Oh, so that's what this is. The lack of people confused me. All I found at the entrance were these solid black pamphlets. Solid black? It's clearly introspection, with a sweet dream's colour for the font. You know, I can also make up names for things I don't know. <sighs> Didn't you have enough trouble that time you tried to trademark blacker than the captain's heart? Mo missed out on an obvious investment opportunity. But it's fine. I've had the time to focus on 
other important projects in the meantime. Dare I even ask? As much as I'd love to compare my life of babes and caviar to your life of beige and... and... Does this place have a food court or something? This hoe train's running out of fuel and the station is quite a bit down the line. Hoteen, does Romulus even have locomotives? Isn't that like a burrito or something? On board the dead air, the villainous vessel of the future, the pirate Captain Dross organizes his plans. They're just so villainous, you guys. Space Danger, is your plan progressing as intended? That's Lord Space Danger to you, boy. I am no boy, you putrid sack of flesh. You would do well to remember your place aboard this ship. Those moons you rule over are nothing but dirt farms in this time. I don't need a moon to show you how far my power stretches, boy. Boys, boys, there's no need to resort to fisticuffs. Let me replicate you some knives. That would be much more fun. Huh. I had messages sent to alternate universe, Crash. The four thinks he's been chosen to direct a movie. He's already on my planet four. For the last time. He's not your alternate universe self. He's your past self. It's a completely different trope. I rubbed my hands together in an evil manner. It was the perfect place to send him. He'll simultaneously ruin his reputation by simply being on the planet, and nobody could resist the temptation of gold on my planet 4. He'll be a capitalist before the day is through. Evil laugh. Though I hate admitting it, your financial contributions are important to our cause. The sooner the crash of this time is rich, the better. Mob Planet 4. Oh dear, I've heard terrible rumors about that place. They say everyone there wears a trilby and a three-piece suit. They still have people who use spittoons, and the bank looks like a cage from the outside. If Crash has been sent there by his future counterpart, then he's in real trouble. So, you the new guy, huh? Pleased to meet ya. Name's Bugsy. Welcome to Mob Planet 4. I'll be your, uh, whatcha call it, supervisor? They call me Rocco, on account of my head looking like a big old rock. I wasn't gonna mention nothing, but yeah, it does look like a rock. You better not be saying nothing about my weird shaped head. Rocco, my friend, yous is gonna fit in fine. Come on, I gotta introduce you to the boss. But first, I gotta warn you. Let me guess, he don't like people looking him in the eyes. He got a short temper. This ain't my first rodeo, I've seen it all. No, complete opposites, in fact. Boss is gonna compliment you on all sorts of dumb crap. It gets real awkward if you ain't careful. He's just in this room here. Hey, boss, fresh meat. My, my, my. I address the pair who have entered my humble office. Quite a handsome lad we've got here, loving the weird-shaped head. The name's Crash Space Danger, but I'm sure you already knew that. So, what are we working with here? Stunts? Key grip? Choreography? Hey, uh, uh... Supporting cast, boss. Rocco here's gonna have a few lines in the big heist scene. Can't say too much just yet, you know, what with spoilers and, uh, liable and copy. Ah, say no more, say no more. Have to keep the big reveals hush-hush. We don't want those online webinet types ruining it for the rest of us. Well, welcome to the crew, Mr. Rocco, and may I be the first to also welcome you to showbiz! Now scoot, 
I have seen the plan. Seems the plan indeed do I have indeed. Oh, how I did not expect my life to change so thoroughly when I received this mysterious missive, which I shall now read aloud. Dear idiot past crash, go make movie on Mob Plant 4. We want you to. You hotshot director like dream of forever always. Now, you go there now. Sincerely, not Lord Crash from the future. Oh, how I wish I knew who sent it. What say you, grief-fueled hallucination of my old pal Dross? For the last time, Crash, I'm not a hallucination. I'm really here. What the hey now? Dross is here too? I'll be straight with you, listeners. I assumed he died without Drac there to protect him. I'm quite curious how he got into this predicament, but we don't have the time, because we need to zip across the quadrant to the older Kathy's ship and find out what's happening between Kathy and her future self. Hopefully the older, wiser Kathy can pull our Kathy out of her funk. Kathy. So, hold up. You're future me. But I'm already from the future. Wouldn't that make you future future me? Or, or something? Alright. Fifth time's the charm, hopefully. The crew. Crash, Dross, the rest of them. From your time. Had already turned bad. I'm the Kathy who captained them before they chose to be the rulers of the galaxy. My head hurts. Yeah, temporal mechanics are complex, especially during audio dramas without the aid of a whiteboard. No, it's not the timeline stuff. I'm still full of booze. Replicator, one coffee. Black, extra strong. That's a broom closet, you idiot. Wait, you said you were their captain before they went rogue, but I was sent back to stop that. What was it that made them go bad? Well, more bad, I guess. I did the same as you. I lied to them about where I'd come from, and why I was there. So, I came back and started the very thing I was sent to stop. So if it's a predestined paradox, then I'm absolved of all blame. It's really your fault. Ow! Don't be such a smart mouth. What does it matter? They're better off without me. I couldn't captain my head to the toilet bowl at the moment. Yeah, I noticed when you puked all over my ship. Yeah, girl, you're being kind of a basic bitch right now, so maybe... Pretend I didn't say anything. I'm just the wind. Ooh. Computer? What the hell are you doing here? Oh, what's a cath to do? Anyway, time to head back to the USS TRP to see if Tapan can save the ship. Tapan Personal Log, Day 24,457. I've spent the last 17.6 hours attempting and failing to extricate myself from the booth all the while, the hideous beast that has somehow boarded the ship still howls. The door refuses to budge despite my jimmying, prying, or levering. Oddly, a silver protrusion juts from the surface, juxtaposed against the gray of the booth door. Its purpose? Unknown. Power loss has affected the entire vessel now, with even ships, replicators, and environmentals down. I've accepted my fate, to die of thirst, asphyxiation, or warp core failure, whichever comes first. I will lean against the protrusion and wait for the inevitable. Oof. Ah, a door handle. How retro. Tapon Personal Log Supplemental. On my way to main engineering, I have also found the source of the hideous wailing that besets the ship in one of the crew quarters, and have decided to deal with it first. Could it be one of our old enemies returned to seek revenge? Or one of the fabled spectral figures that haunt these halls? Or one of Commander Space Danger's rotten sandwiches that somehow has gained sentience? Behind this door I will find out. 
that it is Drac, beating his fists against a non-functional replicator and crying. Tabon! I can only emulate Gorlath the short sight its final words after escaping the Romulans, only to accidentally take a U-turn and return to his would-be killers instead of his waiting second officer. It's good to see you, my friend. Ah, my spleen. I am confused, Drac. Yeah, I probably should have left out the whole gang stabbing the spleen bit. No, I thought you had left with the others once we found out about Kathy. Well, uh, I wasn't wearing my, uh, contact lenses that day, and took a few wrong turns, wound up here blind and alone. No one would take you in? Yeah. I'm a wanted felon. Pirates tend to not have many friends. And Dross really planned all my traveling, you know? I could have moved back in with Mumsy and Drakina, but it cramped my style. Indeed. At this point, it would be remiss of me not to ask where your clothes are, stylish though you are. Ah, uh, hold on. One more question. Why the incessant wailing? Well, the power went off, and I was hangry. Up until yesterday, I'd been pretty well kept in here, replicating all the protein powder I could eat. That explains the thin coating of dust everywhere, including your entire body. Have you been rolling in it? You betcha! It's the only way that I could stay so buff. On the contrary, you look extremely malnourished. We have a significant problem, Drac. With computer on self-enforced shutdown and no one to do the required maintenance, the warp core will breach in a little over a day. We need to either abandon ship or find some way to repair the extensive damage, though how the two of us will do so alone, I have no idea. Wait a moment, Tapon. I have something. <coughs> there. Now what were you blathering on about? Would Dross have some piece of machinery or methodology to fix the various issues plaguing the ship? Probably. That little snot bug was a smart one. He even had this magic stone he wore on his arm that let him know exactly when it was on any given day. You mean a wristwatch? Hmm. Let us check in Ensign Dross's quarters. If we do not find help soon, my radio booth will be destroyed, along with the rest of the ship. But little do Tapan and Drek know that the establishment has found them, and with their advanced tech, I mean, your average AV club has more advanced tech than the USS TRP, but I digress. They're spying on them. Brother Tavan's super snoop sensor array has been integrated and is operating within rad parameters, Grand Admiral Dross. I must admit, computer, a part of me wants to go warp over there and see them. It's been such a long time, I've forgotten what Drax put down sound like. Ah. Uh. Memories. Why aren't they fixing the warp core breach? What are they d doing? They're dying, Hoteen, slowly. With each passing minute, their cells disintegrate. Oh, Tavan, you've become such a Deborah Downer. It looks like they've got some contraption from your old quarters, lad, and they're hooking it up to the transporter. But what could they owe to Pan? More clever than I anticipated. Chronically underappreciated, regardless of the timeline. What is he... Ah, I see. Ingenious. I will change attire, my old self wore a cornflower blue shirt, and my tastes have changed since then. This shirt is royal blue. Computer, let me know when they're ready to proceed with their experiment. Tapon's going on vacation. We rejoin our Hoteen and Tavan at the Convention Center Food Court. <laughs> Wait, I've heard this one before. A Romulan and a Cardassian walk into a bar, and the bartender says, What'll you two have? They immediately arrest the bartender, try him for war crimes, and carry out the execution before dinner. Ooh, tough crowd. Anyway, let's see how Tavan and Hoteen fare with the servers in the food court. 
Oh, it's all automated. Ugh, you would get soup. Just pick something already. Hold on, I'm mulling my options. Now, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so there I was, overseeing the finishing touches on some freelance aerosol street advertisements. When I get a notification, I had a new, um, I mean, another new message from a prospective bedpost notch. Naturally. Right, right. Just another week for yours truly. But listen to this. Hey, Holtz, it's your make-a-wish bish. Just wanted you to know I'm, I'm doing great. I even got some steps today. Last night it was only crawly crawls. Anyway. I just wanted to say it. Sometimes I miss my little green machine. Oh, nope. I still can't say the nickname. But we should totes meet up sometime when the room isn't spinning. So much spinning. We could hold our convention, but you'd have to be secretioned about it, though. Hey, do you... She um, just goes into some boring stuff after all that, but uh, you get the gist, right? And that's when you decided she wanted you to meet her here, at an assassin's convention? Aha! So you picked up on it too! It took checking out a few convention centres in the local system, but this one definitely seems discreet enough. Maybe she wanted you killed? Yeah, yeah. Well, what about you? Fess up. You've been here before, haven't you? To a food court. I'm afraid I've been off the dating scene for some time, Hoteen. Even so, we usually went elsewhere. Come on, I shared something. It's only fair you do the same. Well, alright. My father used to take me to this convention for when I was tall enough to reach the counter. Back in those days, this place was pretty busy. I was always in awe at how the workers at each booth could make a pencil vanish, find a serrated dagger behind an ear, or make a vial of poison appear to float in the air. That's eerily wholesome. I was a teen before I realised the convention my father took me to every year wasn't actually for strangely moody magicians. By then, our relationship had become somewhat... estranged, and this place had lost most of its... Magic! You were going to say magic, weren't you? I was going to say vendors. I guess that's the thing about assassins. Someone's always hiring you to take out another one. Anyway, perhaps we should eat. Ah, sure. I've been craving a hope dog anyway. At least we get to pick a good seat. Mind passing me the relish? Uh, sure. One second. Here you go. Thanks, bud. Now I'll just make this hope dog a true Romulan and... Ah, what the hell? Oh, dear. I don't think that's how relish is supposed to react to a breaded meat cylinder. Just call it a hope dog, you walking bowl of oatmeal. Wait, you think I did this? Who else could it be, Tavan? There's literally no one else here. Oh dear indeed. That relish ran through Hoteen's hodog like dairy through my poor innocent intestines. While we wait to see if cooler heads prevail, I think someone else is getting a little frustrated as well. Someone familiar. Yet a little different. Let's check it out. Damn it all, what was that? The old swap the relish with hydrochloric acid trick. I can see going for the classics, but to try something so antiquated only to miss the mark so badly. Maybe I expected too much. It was always so lazy. So weak. 
I need release. However, there is the chance I'm being too quick to judge. After all, I too remember playing with my food before enjoying every delicious scream of agony over the chorus of the other victims' pleas. Oh, those halcyon days before the skies ran grey. Yes, I will give him another chance to find his true quarry. Is his quarry friendship? That'd be really cute. Get out, you vile ho-dog. We rejoin Tapan and Drek after their rummaging through young Dross's belongings in an attempt to save the ship and not explode into bits and all that. Are you sure this device will work? Ah, uh, nope. But like I told you, that's the doohickey that Dross uses to clone himself when he has too much work to do. When the task is finished, he kills the other one and then jettisons the loser into space. Well, the bigger loser, I guess. It does explain all those corpses that we kept seeing floating behind us on the rear sensor scans. Commander Space Danger was convinced we were being chased by space zombies. <laughs> Superstitious moron. What was that? A ghost? No, I merely opened this maintenance panel. If I'm reading Dross's instructions correctly, by tapping this duplication device into the transporter manifold and processing myself through the system, we will be able to create another Tapon to help us. Wait, why not create another track? Because you would kill yourself in a confrontational rage or test of strength in less than five minutes. Hmm. Fair. Let us hope this works, or you will be the one who has to repair the ship alone. Wait, let's not be hasty here. Alternative idea. Why don't we just jump into the escape pod and get the hell out of here? A good plan, but for the fact you ejected our last escape pod into that asteroid six months ago, thinking Hotine was inside. Well, now there are two of you. Instantly, I'm regretting this plan and want to grab my killing blades. I would have to, I, say, I would have to confer with my impeccably dressed counterpart, but I think killing me without a due diligence might just be a mistake. Intriguing. Back on the dead air, the bad guys watch. Why in the hell is he talking like that? He couldn't remember what he used to sound like. The idiot kept trying different accents. The cowboy attempt was particularly bad. Ugh! He's going to ruin the whole plan. Come here, Hotine. I need something to throw my shoe at. Owie! Well, what about you, Dross? What about? What about me? You stand here in your shoes and your coat, giving everyone orders and criticizing everyone? But what about your role in this? Have you even started to turn lame Dross to our cause? I point at Dross in an accusatory manner. Computer raises a fine point. One of your own machinations. <laughs> you idiots have no idea of the lengths to which I've gone, but I'll try to explain in a way your feeble minds can comprehend. The first step was to lure past Dross to Starfleet Academy by switching his wallet with a carefully crocheted alternative. It was a simple exchange. He always leaves his wallet outside when he goes to the bathroom to avoid contaminants. Here's my wallet outside the bathroom as always. Thank goodness we live in an enlightened time where nobody would ever think to steal it. But I'll check inside just to be safe. Huh, has my driver's license always said Bross? The next step was closing down every DMV in the sector but one. The building located on Starfleet grounds. Again, a simple task. Hello, major conglomerate of every DMV in the sector apart from the one at Starfleet. How can I help you? 
Hello, I am the CEO of all your companies. Today is a national holiday, so go home, all of you. Hot diggity, three-day weekend. With my trap set, I merely needed to spring it. Gosh, Starfleet Academy, it's so big and intimidating. I don't know where I am. Oh, there's a map over there. You can direct anyone with a well-placed map. Did you know that? Of course I did. Who do you think you're talking to? They call me the Map King. Somewhere. Okay, so the DMV is down this way. In short order, Dross found himself at the quarters of Captain Tross Trossarelli. But who do you think suggested him for promotion? It was me. I did it. Of course, Captain Trossarelli met with an unfortunate accident. Hello? Is there anyone here? I'm trying to find the DMV and got a little lost. Oh, a communicator. I can use that to ask someone. Uh, hello? Can anyone hear me? Sir, we've been waiting for you at the ceremony for ages. You're late for your promotion. My what now? Please, Captain. We have to go right now. There's no time. Next thing the poor fool knew, he was being instituted as admiral. He'll never be able to cope. The pressure will get to him. He'll crack and be forced to return to his pirate ways. Several hundred steps to being the fierce pirate captain you see before you. Pretty convoluted, dude. Yes. Very, very convoluted. A word I certainly know the meaning of. I must bid you all farewell. I'm going to go and keep tabs on alternate space danger to ensure my plan is going as smoothly as it can. Farewell. Convoluted? Seems downright coincidental to me. Trust Trossarelli? Really? Jeez, I don't want to get all meta or anything, but I hope the writers for this one are ashamed. Anyway, let's go see how Crash and Dross are getting on with their little adventure. Oh, looks like they're on set. To the left. A little to the left. No, that's too far left. What are you doing? You see, figments of my imagination, there is a little thing in filmmaking called striking the set. It's a term for when the big shot director, that's me, tells people to do arbitrary tasks that are unlikely to have any impact on the eventual quality of the piece. That's why I'm telling my boys over there to ever so slightly move a potted plant. I don't think that's what striking the set means, but... I don't really know enough to dispute it. No, you pair of colossal fools. Now the ambience and the 160 degree rule are ruined. I'll be in my trailer. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Great work, everyone. Loving the gusto. Boy, being a visionary filmmaker is tiring. Okay, boss. Front of the bank is all rigged and ready to kabloo. Fandabidozy. I shout to our distant camera operators. Are the cameras pointing in the general correct direction? I cannot hear you, but we'll assume yes. Crash, please. I'm begging you not to do this. None of these people are actors. You're doing criminal activities. If I wasn't such a pacifist, I'd give you such a thrashing right now. Time for the star of this show to tread the boards. I take off my jacket and toss it towards Dross, assuming it phased right through his incorporeal form and landed on the floor. I rush toward the bank. Dramatic cry. Okay, folks, we all know the drill. Blow the front of the bank while the boss runs away from it all. Spectacular, like. All the suits who works there is like, 
Oh my god, it's an explosion. How fascinating. Or whatever. We run in. Steal all the gold. Oh, cripes. That's my cue. Where do I got to stand? I'm so nervous all of a sudden. I feel like I gotta punch something. Don't go getting them jitters now, Rocco. It's a big scene. If you gotta punch something, then punch them negative emotions out of you. Be careful, Rocco. Use this right, Bugsy. I'm ready to go on. Okay, everyone's in this place. Once Boss says the line, we set off the explosions. Forsooth and Southern Hospitality. The constabulary will hear of this, but alas. Tis mere countenance to faith. Escapeth, I twill. That's our cue! First blast, go! I run very quickly away from the blast. Uh, look out, Doctor. The bank, she is exploding. Uh, line. You gotta move, Rocco. Get out of the way, you giant palooka. The second bomb's about to go off. I ain't sure that's my line, Bugs. Rocco, no! Oh my gosh, he just exploded. Pant. Pant. So, how was that? Did we get it? Ah, I can tell by your expression that my acting was subpar at best. Your expressions that appear to be moving from shock to sadness to arousal? Ah, no, it's anger. I see it now. Back on the USS Tapans radio program, two Tapans and a drag. Ah, note to self, good idea for a sitcom. Work tirelessly to save the ship. 23 minutes to warp core breach. Also, will the owner of a green Toyota Corolla please contact the front desk? Your car is being towed. Would you all hand me that micro spanner, Tapon? Of course. Could you pass the flux coupler in return, Tapon? This is giving me a headache. You, Southern Bell Tapon, you're going to be called uh, Tupon from now on. Because I'm a duplicate? Very shrewd, Drac. No, because if you keep annoying me, that's how many parts I'll slice you into. On the subject of your accent, do you have any suppositions as to why a clone would have such a distinctly different vocal pattern? I assume the power drain on the ship had something to do with it. Perhaps I'm a slightly imperfect copy. It would also explain the crow's feet and the slightly graying hair. Yes, I I suppose so. Drac, you may now restart the warp core. Sure, I know how to do that. After that, maybe I'll do brain surgery or put on my own socks. Restart the warp core. What am I, Dross? I will do it. Hmm, interesting. It seems restarting the warp core would have surreptitiously comprised our shields the next time we need to activate them. I will bypass and restore power. Interesting. The computer must be malfunctioning. What has happened to her anyway? Why is she speaking with a male voice? The cloning process must have been contaminated more than we thought. I would have assumed your memory patterns would be identical to mine. The computer deactivated herself following Kathy's deception, and has proven difficult to reactivate. Do you not remember? Uh, uh, of course. Uh, my apologies. But you remember the old crew, right? Tavon, Dross, Hotine, Grop the Stare-Eyed? Yes, uh, uh, of course I do. Uh, my memory recall does not seem to be working efficiently. I should go to sick bay. Excuse me. Excellent deductions, Drac. It is clear now that all is not right with our new friend. How did you know that your deception about Grorp the Stare-Eyed would work? What are you talking about, you pointy-eared poindexter? 
Squirt came aboard shortly after the others left and I got hooked on protein powder. See him over there in the corner, staring at me and judging. I see you, Gorp. I'll eat as much protein powder as I damn well please. Don't tell me I'm malnourished. You're not my mother. I think you need to lie down. Then we need to formulate a plan. With Drac temporarily out of commission, will Tapan be able to figure out what's going on with Tupan before it's too late? While he ruminates, we better check back in with Hotin and Tavan. They've moved on from the food court to the abandoned vendor booths of the main floor of the convention center. I still don't see why your paranoia meant I couldn't have any soup. It's the only way to make sure we both stay safe. Besides, if you didn't mess with the relish, surely you're suspicious of the food too. Anywho, I'm guessing most of the good stuff's been gone for some time. Looks like it's just a bunch of random tchotchkes. Posters that wouldn't look out of place at a local battle of the bands, and some suspiciously innocuous items. I mean, who would actually even use a gumball machine here? I didn't even think those were real. You, uh, you seem a little sulkier than usual. Don't you get it? I hate it here. I always have. The fact that I'm stuck. You know what? It's fine. I'm fine. Yeah, sure, as long as you're okay. Look, this has just brought up a bunch of emotions that I usually reserve for. Is this a knife sticking out of my chest piece? The same knife that's taped to a garden rake. Whoa, you should probably watch where you stepped there, huh, buddy? What if that has actually stabbed me? If it had, we wouldn't really be having this conversation, would we? Did you do this just because of the relish thing? I already told you that wasn't me. Wait, you think moi taped a knife to a rake that you happened to step on? How do I know you didn't come up with some lame trap to make it look like we're both under attack? I, for one, have more subtlety than a guy in a leather jacket who wears his sunglasses indoors. Says the guy with a bright red bow tie. This is getting us nowhere. Let's just find a quiet spot and we can figure out what's really going on. What about that enclosed booth over there? This one? With the ancient push door? You think we should knock? Certainly. Why not? Guess no one's home. You first, Hoteen, I insist. Kinda odd to be all in case like this. Well, here goes nothing. Don't look at me like that. If you remember, I was nearly impaled only moments ago. But a bucket of leeches, really? Does my word mean nothing to you? I really think you should... Ah, my arm! Let go of me! All right, all right, I don't care if it was your stupid bucket or not. Shut up for a moment and think real hard about what I'm about to ask you. Why are you actually here, Hoteen? I told you already, the the tape. Listen, I may be feeling in a funk, but there's no way he even cares who you are. You know, I could say some really nasty things right now, but I'm trying to turn over a new leaf given our chat earlier. You think this is some game, don't you? I'm not a moronic fan. I'll find out even if I have to break. You remember that time you cried right after, you know, God, and for some reason it just made me laugh so much. And then you started telling me about how it reminded you of your mother. And I told you that was disgusting. It's some good times too, right, Teeny? Please, stop the table. Kill me or something. Please, just stop it. 
I'm sorry, Hoteen. If I may have a moment alone, please. Yeah, yeah, sure. All this switching around, I'm so dizzy. Now we're back on the USS TRP, where Tapan hopefully has a plan in store for their transported trickster, their materializing menace. Their... Uh, you get the idea. Oh, Tapan, y'all startled me. I performed a scan in sick bay, and it seems there's a slight variance in our patterns. That probably explains my memory issues. Hmm. Walk with me a while. We have something to discuss. May I ask you a question, Tapon? Now what, I say, what in tarnation would I know that you wouldn't already know? Well, go on, get on with it already. How long are you planning to keep up this ridiculous charade? What are y'all going on about? Stop. This deception demeans us both. How did you figure it out? I thought my performance was perfect. The accent, the poorly hidden sabotage, the memory issues, the lack of disdain for Drax's general attitude, appearance, and odor. Then, when investigating the repairs you had made, I discovered a series of burst transmissions to what I assume is your vessel of origin. How did you even know to look for them? The security protocols should have been undetectable. You wrote them, so it stands to reason I knew what to look for. It has become clear that you are no clone. Who are you? <laughs> you are right. I am no clone. I am you. Or more accurately, you from the future. <sighs> Always with the time travel. We have returned to our past to keep you on track. There has been a recent uh, development that may prevent you from becoming us. You do not need to worry yourselves. Merely sit and stay out of our way while we correct this aberration. And if we refuse, that would be unwise. We are more advanced, more knowledgeable, more capable, more self-aggrandizing and tiresome. Better than being in nothing, casting unwanted opinions out to an unlistening universe. You do not ask for recognition with a soft voice. You need to take it with a hard fist. I could give you one of those right now if you were to bring that smug face over here. I am fine, thank you. Now if you would kindly enter the transporter room. Move over to the console and activate the transporter coordinates you seemed to overlook when you were so deftly uncovering my secret transmissions. You double bluffed me? I suspected you'd be too smug to look any further once you'd had your suspicions confirmed. You really do know me. You know what they say. Two pawn is better than one. Pawn. Oh, that is abysmal. The whole future is full of atrocious punishment. Enjoy your induction to your future life. <sighs> Sorry I was late. I was doing some pre-confrontation lunching and lost track of time and, uh, and I stopped by the mess hall and got myself a donut. Everything work out okay in the end? Yes, Drac. Everything went according to plan. So, I've been thinking, we should probably find the rest of the crew. Odds are, if imposters are targeting us, they might be attacking the rest of the crew. Plus, uh, I ran out of clean underwear. Drac, that is an excellent idea. Oh no! Our crew assailed on all sides, Drac and Tapan both in the clutches of our hero's future selves, Tavan and Hotin at each other's throats, Crash and Dross at the mercy of criminals, Kathy and Kathy struggling to agree on a plan, and me? Well now, come to mention it, I do have a bit of a headache. But that's by the by. Let's rejoin the dead air and see what our villains have in store for poor old Tapan. Torture? Solitary confinement? Musical theater? Flattered though I am that you took the time out of your busy conquering schedule to give me a tour of the upgraded future USS Tapon's radio program. You mean the dead air, surely. Whatever helps you sleep at night. 
But I digress. As I told you before, I will not betray my colleagues. My scans indicate that the Vulcan is telling the truth, though I am more than prepared to test that. Press the button on my back, Admiral Dross. It will activate my karate chop action. No, he's right. But there is something far more soul-destroying, far more evil than torture. Lord Crash, the yearly establishment financial presentation, if you please. The rest of you, let's leave Tapan to the master of true torture. Now, the last time I did this, I couldn't quite get my pivot tables to work. But we'll peel the onion, get down to brass tacks, take it offline, and get some true synergy going, okay? No, this is barbarism. Those slogans don't even mean anything. If you look at Pie Shot 1, and really drill down to think outside the box and get a sniff of that blue sky thinking, I think my close of play will have some real action points to show just what the establishment can bring to the table. No. No. P pardon me, Grand Admiral Chadros, but is torture really the b best option here? It seems so b barbaric, so loathsome, so cruel. So what? I thought I couldn't feel any more disgust in you than I already did. What happened to the old Hotin? The Hotin who cared nothing for innocence or truth. The Hotin who wouldn't spit on that Vulcan if his bowl cut was on fire. That was never who I was. And it wasn't who you were either. Be careful, worm. There are acceptable losses on this mission. Don't make yourself one of them. Ouch. While poor future Hotin licks his wounds, Kathy and her future self have just found out the computer somehow hitched a ride. Typical. My Wi-Fi doesn't stretch to the next room, and she can transfer herself halfway across the galaxy. So, I know I said I was going to deactivate myself, but I transferred myself to your watch to see what you'd get up to in secret. I thought you'd be my own personal soap opera, but instead you were like a cautionary tale. But I never take this watch off. I shower with it on. I poop with it on. I... you know... with it on? Yeah, I know. Look, we're all women here. There's no shame. Oh, please don't. I imagine this is what getting the talk from your mom would be like. I'm not your mom. I'm just an older you. A wiser. Ah, oh, just go to your room, young lady. Much as I hate to break up this boomer millennial meeting of the same mind, isn't it time to go round up the guys? I like a gal's holiday as much as the next artificial operating system program to think she's a woman, but they cannot function without us. I literally think the ship might explode soon. I can't go back. I've interfered and messed things up enough. Then you have a duty to fix what you broke. Trust me, leaving it will haunt you. I would give anything to help them. Well, you go and do it then. You keep telling me you're a wiser me, so go do something. Just leave me out of it. Come on, girl, pull yourself together. Meanwhile, on Mob Planet 4, Crash and Dross are holed up in Crash's office, where Dross makes an important phone call, and Crash tests out poses in the floor-length mirror. I know it's going badly, but I'm not even a real admiral! I keep telling you that, but nobody will listen to me! Son, and I keep telling you that just because you're having some new job jitters doesn't mean you're not a real admiral. Please, Admiral Friendly, that's not what I mean! I can understand where you're coming from. I was the same way when I first put on that uniform. But just take every day as it comes and you'll do fine. Oh, and, uh, I was very sorry to hear about Lieutenant Rocco. Exactly how many days was he from retirement? Uh, three, sir. Such a pity. Well, we'll be sending a new undercover officer to help you out, Lickety. Good luck, Admiral. You're doing a fantastic job, and we're all very, very proud of you. 
Thank you, sir. Can I just ask that you stay in orbit near the planet? I think things might get worse down here. I saw that some of Crash's gang have already made effigies of him. Say no more. We've got your back. Over and out, you hero, you. Ugh. How does he expect me to do a good job if he keeps praising me for everything? Where's the threat of violence? The insults? The hours of back-breaking labor for little reward? Crash, are you listening to me? Huh? What was that, buddy? Sorry, pal, I was in a complete world of my own. And boy, howdy. What a world it was. Maybe it was a mistake to leave the battle axe all that time ago. Life with pirates was so much simpler. At least I always knew my place. Oh dear, could that nefarious evil future version of Dross' plan be coming to fruition? Dross is being sent straight back into the hands of a pirate crew. Though I hate to do so, I feel he must... Gulp? Return to the dead air. Communication coming in, Drossy. On screen. And don't call me that. Phenomenally bad news. Unrelenting displeasure. What happened? Did you lose a coin? Nothing that bad. Dross and Crash are together on my planet 4. They're working side by side. Knuckle to knuckle. Pad leg to slightly shorter pad leg. What? This is unacceptable. It's too soon. Wholly unacceptable. I had a bet going with computer that Crash would be the first to be killed. But now it'll definitely be Dross. Not that, you azure ape. Ooh, poetic. We need Crash to dismiss the virtues of Starfleet. How can we expect that to happen if he's back working with an admiral? He could take it as a sign to return to command. Then all the money I put into this excursion was wasted. This is a big deal. Yes, it's a big deal. And Dross helping a friend is just going to bolster his commitment to the Admiralty. This could ruin everything. I need to make some considerations. Dross out. one o to the good guys. A touch-up right in the back of the hoop. Ah... Uh... That's, uh, that's how sports works, right? Anyway, let's head back to the Assassin's Convention Center, where Hotin and Tavan have spent the day seemingly trying to kill each other. A distraught Tavan has retreated to an even more secluded location. With little option, he found the place he spent a fair amount of time during his teen years. A lone bathroom stall. To avoid the convention, you weirdos. I'll just have to call him. That's not weird, is it? Sometimes you have to call your contact when things go awry. Even if it might be your own. Let's just get this over with. Tavan, this is most unusual. You've clearly not taken out your target, yet you think it's appropriate to call me. I've been trying. This is the most work I've put into anything in months. But that was never quite good enough for you, was it? Trying? You call those feeble attempts trying? It's pathetic. Your actions are what define you. For once, stop wearing your heart on your sleeve and be a man. You know, I've beaten myself up all these years, but you haven't changed at all. Still controlling, still manipulating, being vague while acting like it's the simplest thing you could possibly ask for. You want this done? I need to know why. Isn't it obvious? Isn't this something you know you've wanted for some time now? To kill Hoteen. Well, I mean, there were certainly times, but why now? Why here? Hoteen? The shock jock. He's the only one here at this inane convention you used to take me to. Father. Father? Oh god, that's just depressing. I haven't thought about that arsehole since I had him executed years ago. 
What do you mean? Who are you really then? Why would you hire me and pretend to be my father? Listen, you worthless weed. I don't know why that idiot wrapped in leather is even here. I only know this was the one place I felt at my lowest. The one place where I always felt like a stranger amongst my own kind. This should be the place where it ends. Oh, is this one of those weird contracts where you've hired me to kill you? You're not even here. Oh, you're so close to Van, so close. I mean, not physically. Physically, we're very far away from each other. But you're close to figuring it out. Let me make it easy on you. I'm you, Tavan. If you're me, then what number am I thinking of right now? This isn't some stupid twin thing. I've accomplished things you could never have done with that old crew of yours. I've done murders, infiltrations, detats, and you know what awaits you at the end of all that glory? Absolutely nothing. Vast emptiness. I think it's time for you to embrace it, and what better way than to close the loop and end it yourself, so to speak. Oh, you're crazy! I know you are. You think I'd kill myself just because you asked me to? I think you'd do it because you know I'm right. Think of your last few months. There's no other path to Van. I can't believe you. Me, whatever. This is the most ridiculous... I'm not even a spy or an assassin. We both know that's why we hated our father so much, for trying to get us into the family business. I am Gulliver Tavan. And I'm a weatherman. Sure you are, buddy. Sure you are. Back on the dead air, it's Drakbot Prime's turn to try and turn Tapan evil. What's he been doing in there for three hours? Hitting him? Um, n- not as far as I can t- tell. He's just been s- standing there. If it wasn't for the soundproofing, I could hear... Oh, looks like he's coming out. Stand aside, meat sack, lest you grease up my shiny sculpted abdominals. What you been doing, Drakbot? By the way, have I told you how pretty you look now that you're not a filthy oxygen sucker? I have been playing white noise for the past 128 minutes. Haven't you got anything better to do? That's barbaric. No. Creator slash sniveling snot bucket Admiral Dross ordered me to discredit past Drac, but it proved impossible to damage his reputation further, as he is already wanted on 178 sectors. And no duh, shut up. Now I must leave and do unnecessary sit-ups. <laughs> Can I watch? So, Hotin is my next torturer? If my old crew have turned evil, then I am terrified to see what the future has turned you into. Actually, I, um, I, I, I brought you water. You have my gratitude. I was not expecting an ally on this ship. I'm, I'm n- not an ally. I, I j- just can't stand the sight of any more suffering. It's just been, it's been so hard all these years. Watching the people I love become bloodthirsty monsters. People you... I see. There is a way to stop this, Hotin. All of this. I... I see what you're doing. You can't make me betray them. They're family. It is said you can choose your friends, but you cannot choose your family. Our current predicament contravenes that idiom. You are the only one that can affect both right now. I... I have to go. Hotin? Good in the future? 
That's it. Shut it down. We're through the looking glass, people. And Tapan's future resting in Hotin's hands? Who could have seen that coming? Back on old Kath's ship, someone has to give our old captain a swift kick up the butt because she's in a funk that won't unfunk itself. Come on, Kathy. You have to think of something. Unless your master plan involves some sort of sulk-powered time machine, maybe the first step is getting off your lazy derriere and doing something about it? Computer, I wanted privacy. Well, maybe don't take your friend who is currently downloaded into your watch along for your mope sesh, then. What are you going to do? Certainly nothing to do with time travel. Most sensible thing you said in three months, Capitan. Certainly a better choice than when you hooked up with that Tellarite after doing jello shots and dancing on the table. Alright, alright! And don't call me Captain. That lie is over now. And they call me stupid. What do you mean? I'm no captain, just a kid from the future that impersonated one. <clears throat> Back when we were on the Tapan's radio program, who found the solution to that puzzle when the god of Rubik's Cubes trapped us on Dengari 2? Well, I didn't... And who talked down that vending machine on Deck 16 when he overrode my security protocols and held us hostage unless we put peanut M&Ms back in rotation? I mean... And who brought the whole crew back together and stopped Tavon going on a stabby rampage when everyone forgot his birthday again? You might not have been trained as a captain, but you hella better realize that you are one now. I... You're right. If I had a penny for every time someone said that, I'd have three whole pennies. Now get out there and let's go save our boys! Future me, set course for the USS Tapan's radio program. Maximum warp. Please. Please. You go, girls. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, it doesn't look like things are going well for a good crash and dross on the mob planet. There's quite a crowd forming outside of Crash's office following the disaster that killed poor old Rocco. He was also a mobster, so don't feel too bad. Friends, please. There's no need for this rabble. Things don't look good here, Crash. We might need to make a getaway. Ah, nonsense, my young companion. The film crew just needs a little reassurance. My loyal employees, please understand that my top billing on the film is not an indictment of your own abilities. Think of me not as an auteur, but as a lover of the moving picture. He killed Rocco. Get him. Burn the witch! I feel there is no pleasing this group, my fictitious friend. <gasps> They're throwing bottles! I do wish you were really here. I believe your presence would boost my confidence twentyfold. Ooh, you've left me no choice, Crash. You're forcing me to break my vow of pacifism, but it's for a good reason. Youch! I clutch your hand to my burning cheek. That hurt. But how could you have caused me physical discomfort if you're a spectre? Oh, what a happy time. You're really here with me. Uh, ah, but a thought occurs. Spit it out, Crash. I don't think we have time. Prepare the guillotine. If you're really here, then everything else you said must have been true as well. So all of those things you said about my film crew being duplicitous criminals. Ugh, finally. Friend, I do believe it's time we left. Admiral Drost, whoever's listening, requesting two to beam out immediately. It must come in handy to have an admiral for a friend, eh, gang? Lucky for them that a ship was nearby to take Crash and Dross back for debriefing at Starfleet HQ. It's good to see you back, Admiral Dross. You too, Space Danger. It's been so long since we heard from you, we all just assumed you'd died again. Ha ha ha. No, sir, Dr. Admiral, sir. The reports of my death were great. 
Lee exaggerated? Huh? No, I was just saying they were great. Real rib ticklers. Damn good job the two of you did with that undercover assignment. Space Danger did such a stellar performance that nobody here at HQ even knew he was supposed to be there. By acting so heroically as leader of that rabble, then leaving abruptly, you've left the gang practically rudderless. Hats off all around. So, as is custom for a job well done in Starfleet, I can offer you both a single wish. What'll it be? I don't want to be an admiral anymore. Demote me entirely. Please, I'm begging you. It's so much pressure. Done. Now you're nothing but a boring old civilian with no titles or powers. <sighs> Thank goodness. What about you, Space Danger? Naturally, we'll be reinstating you back on our systems as a commander again. A commander again? My word. A double commander. I need to tell my sister. I think there's been some kind of misunderstanding. A double commander. Wow. Come on, Dross. Let's go have an adventure. Where to, Commander? We could always go back to the Tapan's radio program. Oh, heck, why not? I don't even remember why we left in the first place. Our first set of heroes are heading back to the good old USS Tapan's radio program. And so are we, as we see what Drac and the evil future Tapan have been up to all this time. To the pod? When will the repairs be finished? I'm bored. You'll be dead if you keep this up, you ridge-headed. Why don't you go and see if there's anything to kill in the cargo bay? While I completely sabotage this ship so it's ripe for the picking. Ripe for the picking by who? It's at this point I should remind you, Klingons have excellent hearing. Well, um, that's a um, Vulcan saying that means... uh, You probably wouldn't get it. It's a local idiom. Who are you calling an idiom? I am not calling anyone anything. I simply meant... (laughs) I'm just pulling your leg. I think you've been on your own too long, pal. I swear you used to understand jokes a little better than that. (laughs) At last, now that my adjustments are done, we can rendezvous with the dead air without fear of reprisal. You say something? Ah. I miss the old Tapan, don't you? What's that you say? Oh, I see. You said no. Well, let's go back to the dead air anyway to see if he's okay. Well, he is being tortured again, so I guess not. That'll be enough for today, computer. Oh, I had the birdie song, itsy bitsy teeny weeny, yellow polka dot bikini, and shut up your face still to play. The playlist will keep. He has passed out from the pain. Let's leave him to contemplate his morality for a bit. Pon, wake up. No, Mother, I do not wish to join the Academy. I want to dance. A younger me would have filed that away for blackmail purposes. We have to go, Tapon. Now! What are you doing? Ruining my career, going against my friends, saving your life, taking you home, and hopefully saving the future. A little bit too much to take on for an afternoon's work, if I'm honest. I thank you, my friend. Where are we going? To the shuttle bay. My shuttle isn't fast, but it does have a working cloak. And in only 17,000 monthly payments at 4,000% interest, it'll all be mine! I think we need to make one small pit stop before we go home. Let's head back to the Assassin's Convention, where it was revealed that Tavan from the future hired our beloved Tavan to off himself? That's dastardly, even for Tavan! Thank goodness Tavan didn't fall into Tavan's alluring, well, uh, convincing anecdotes. It looks like he's found Houtine again, and, uh, oh, they've been talking this whole time. Uh, oh, shut up now. 
So that's apparently what's been going on. Huh. So, you were your own worst enemy all along. <laughs> what a cliché. Uh, I mean, what a tragedy. But there is something I don't understand. If I was attempting half-baked schemes to murder you, who hired you to kill me? Do you have a future counterpart as well? A future who now? Murder? Wait, you wanted to kill me? I thought this was just a classic prank war. With acid knives and leeches. Well, yeah, it's a war. So, you weren't even competing with me? Uh, no. <laughs> then I did it! I won! Hoteen is the prank king. I guess so. Congrats. So, you just wanted to compete in a prank war. None of that other stuff was actually true. You faked those voice messages from Kathy. Uh, yeah. I totally synthesised Kathy's voice and made up those embarrassing things to throw you off my trail. <laughs> you saw right through me. Not a real message at all. I have an extremely healthy relationship with my mother. So why did you show up here at the Assassin's Convention in the first... Boy, you know, maybe we should try and get in touch with the old crew. If your future self is out there causing trouble, it might be good to track down the others and see, uh, see if they can help out. Listeners, with a few well-placed calls, Hotin and Tavan found themselves on a shuttle to rendezvous with the USS Tapan's radio program. Along the way, they most likely talked in a perverse manner that's much too wholesome for this broadcast. But there's another ship approaching the USS TRP that you might be interested in. They're here! They're here! I stroke my chin, puzzled. I wasn't expecting you to be so glad to see everyone, boy. I, I mean, Drac. Shut up! Tapan, Dross, get in here! I could be excited, I would be. Let's back up and let them in! Um, hi everyone. Never leave again, never leave again, never leave again! Good to see you, sir! I give Kathy a good old friendly punch on the arm. Welcome back, Captain. Uh, where's computer? Currently lodged in Drax's armpit. Oh, uh, sorry. I'll let you go, Kathy. I thought... You guys might not want to see me. But why? Because of the lies and deception. Dross, that's a reason to welcome someone back. Yes, it is the future we need to focus on now. Funny you should say that, because look who's also here. I can't believe it. Looking at you all like this after so long, it's enough to make me cry. You... uh, are the future version of Kathy, are you not? It's good to see you again, Tapan. Thirty years for me, three months for you. Yes, though it has felt like a lifetime. Thank heavens. I thought I drank too much nasal lubricant again. Hey, uh, USS Tapan. Whatever. This is a USS shuttle bus number 63. I got two space bums. I'd say you would pay that fare. Bill it to Mo Latinum of Latinum Jensen Ladies Club, bub. Tavon and Hoteen, you're both here. I could driss myself at the sight of you. Yes, it's good to see both of you again. How did you two end up together anyway? Well, it's actually kind of a funny story. You see, I was headed to a convention center when... Ah, you guys have to hear about how lame Tavan gets in the future. <laughs> He's such a loser that he tries to convince this sad sack of porridge to off himself. 
And he even wanted it done at a convention for more ninjas. Hoteen, you didn't have to trip him. Tavon, are you okay? All right, all right. Give him some space. I'll help him up. Uh. Come on, get up, lazy bones. We'll always have the convention, buddy. Tapan, could you help Dross reinstall computer into the ship? But of course. <gasps> you better not have moved anything in my room. You have a room? The whole ship is my room! The whole crew is back on board the Tapan's radio program at last. No, wait, where's Crash? Oh, uh, there he is, standing behind that pillar. Whew. The establishment crew is probably furious, pacing up and down their ship like, like, uh, pacemakers. Ho ho, let's go watch. Computer, status report. Computer! Don't drag me into this. This was all your idea, buddy boy. I was just your ride. Damn blaster botheration. Our scuppers were planned to the nearest inch, and yet our plans have been scuppered. This is why I say you should never plan for anything other than disappointment. Where is Hoteen? That waste of puke was supposed to be here with my coffee minutes ago. Hoteen, life signs terminate in the shuttle bay. Maybe a barrel fell on him. Lucky bastard. No signs of Tapan on board either. The sucky Tapan. I mean, you already know the cool one isn't here. <laughs> Doi. Hoteen left? Damn it! Move to plan B. Drakbot, open the envelope marked B. Affirmative. We kill them. Huzzah! Computer, set a course for the Tapan's radio program. It's time we paid ourselves a little visit. Yeah, I don't know where that is, dude. Oh, sorry. I'll upload the coordinates. Now. It's time we paid ourselves a little visit. Send the message to our Tapan to start killing them. Timeline be damned. I'd rather risk temporal annihilation than have to put up with this whole situation any longer. Hopefully, there'll be some left when we arrive. Oh no. Could it really be possible that the announcer spoke too soon? I suppose it's a first time for everything, listener. Maybe if I shout loud enough, the crew will be able to hear me through the fourth wall. Tapan, look out! Watch out, Crash and Kathy! Oh, be careful, Drak and Dross! Tapan and Hoteen, you, uh, you guys just keep doing whatever it is you're doing. It's so nice to be home! I miss you guys so much! Yes, I imagine this existence would be ghastly. Tapan, execute plan? Cutting our losses. Gladly. You say something, Tapan? Wait, why have you got that phaser? And why are you coming towards me ominously? And why am I narrating everything when I can clearly see you? I guess I'm nervous and over-explaining. You have no idea how long I have waited to do this? Taking your orders? Listening to your smug stories? I should have done this when Drac first brought you aboard. Or perhaps I should have vented you all into space from day one. Do not worry, quivering fool. Your friends will join you shortly. On the contrary, imposter, we are already here. We picked up a few passengers and a clapped-out old shuttle on our way in. The dealer said it was vintage. How dare you, old Mantapon? You try to kill your old friend Dross. Who next? Drac? Tavan? Hoteen? Oh wait, of course, Hoteen. Is anyone else really enjoying that I'm the only one that didn't turn bad? I didn't go bad. All right, Mad Maxine, whatever you've got to tell yourself. 
Joke and laugh all you want, but I have rigged this ship to explode with a single button press. I would rather have been off ship when I did so, but I would rather perish than listen to this nonsensical civility any longer. This is Tapon, signing off. Yeah, I went around a few days ago and disarmed all of your bombs and fixed most of your sabotage. And then I put a mobile dampening field around your phaser. I'm quite impressed you even knew what the word dampening meant. Many is the time I've slept back to back with Dross, only to wake up in the morning wet. I learned what dampening was a long time ago, Scalepuss. I have a shy bladder. Not that shy. How? How did you know it was me in place of your Tapon? You were vicious, spiteful, downright evil. Much more agreeable to be around than the normal Tapon with his passive-aggressive snark. Yeah, plus his shirt isn't the same color. Yeah, alright. I love Tapon because I know what shade of shirt he wears. Whatever. Um, no one said you loved him. Moving swiftly on, what are we going to do with our imposter friend here? Future Hoteen, any ideas? Put him in the brig until we can send him back to his own time. He, he might be a horror, but he was my friend once. As appealing as that sounds, you miserable little speck, my ride is here. You need better tasting friends, future Hoteen. Here's my card. Um, this is blank. Of course it is. I don't have a phone. Attention to Pond's radio program. This is the establishment vessel Dead Air. Please be alarmed. Uh, Hello, I am Tapon of the Tapon's radio program, broadcasting live aboard the USS Tapon's radio program. Available on most subspace frequencies, also available on Space Cloud, Spaceify, and iTunes. I know who you are, you bowl-cut bore. My show is due to begin shortly, so it would be greatly appreciated if you were to keep your answers succinct. What do you intend to do? I intend to push this button and destroy your ship. Excuse me one moment. Why aren't the torpedoes firing? Space Danger probably unplugged the weapons to plug in his hair straighteners. My hair does this on its own! I, um, I don't think those weapons will work how you expect them to. Maybe, Dross, we, we sabotaged your weapons bef- before we left. Poutine, you traitorous worm! I should have known. And after we treated you with such loving care... Is that Hotane? Tell him my back still needs to scale it. Shut up, shush. Mark my words, all of you. By the end of the day, you will either be dead or spit-shining my warp core. Hello, Dross. Do you remember me? Because I certainly remember you. All those years I spent living in filth, eating rats, killing your soldiers. All of that was preparation for what happens here, right now. You might think the crew of the Tapan's radio program are a bunch of half-dead morons, and you'd be mostly right. But we're half-dead morons who have saved the universe at least once by nothing but sheer luck and a musical number. So come on over, do your worst, because I guarantee we can dish it out twice as bad as we can take it. End transmission. Fuck around and find out! Computer, beam us over. Alright, alright, here's the plan. Once they beam over, Crash is going to bean one of them over the head with a pipe wrench. Brilliant plan. Is this a pipe wrench? That's a socket wrench, you idiot! Forget it, the plan's ruined! Say it isn't so. Do you feel that? They're here. 
Attack them. Attack them all now. Let glorious battle commence. Move out of the way, Crash. I can't get a clean shot. Get out of the way, Dross. I can't get out of the way. There's no room. Look, this isn't going to work. The bridge is far too cramped for us to fight here. And it's getting really stuffy in here. I may have a suggestion. Molatinum has, as you are no doubt aware, fitted every room in the ship with cameras programmed to detect hostile or aggressive actions. Um, by aggressive action, does that also include- Yes, Hotine. Whatever it was you were about to say, I am certain the answer is yes. As I was saying, these cameras are set to livestream any hostilities to Moe's Shining Latinum Fighting League. I am told he makes quite a large amount of money from these broadcasts. So Moe's a big pervert. We all knew that already. Where are you going with this? I feel like I've been standing here for 15 years. Quiet, you disturbingly handsome man. I propose we fight our counterparts one-on-one, in separate rooms. Then there will be ample room for our bouts, and to the benefit of our evil doppelgangers, shows of their superiority will be broadcast across the sector. I can agree to these terms. We'll murder you in front of millions. My pistons are venting steam with frustration. Let's get this over with. Now just you hold on a second there. If you're only fighting your counterparts, then Kathy won't get to join in. Really, that's totally fine. I think it's for the best. Are you completely sure? This could be your, our redemption. I don't need to redeem myself. I need to do what I should have done to begin with. Trust my friends to know what to do. This is all very touching, but can we please have our epic battle now? To war! Sorry, kid, but I can't trust this lot to handle the whole thing on their own. We need to figure out a plan to really stop the establishment. At best, this will just be a distraction. I don't think we need it, but... Fine, if it makes you feel better, we can figure out a strategy. My goodness, what manner of climactic battle is about to take place? I imagine all these fights will be happening at the same time, so to make things easier for you to follow, I'll use some of my announcer magic to have them happen one by one. You're welcome, listener. First up, Dross versus Dross. I don't want to fight you, me, you, me, me. This is weird. I can't believe I used to be you. So weak, so sniveling. Look at what you can be, Dross. Look upon me in wonder at the specimen you could become. All the power you could want is just a handshake away. I'm not sniveling. I'm acquiescent. And I'd sooner give up darning Drax's name into his battle socks than join you. So be it. Were you aware that when an Italian enters his fourth puberty, their senses are heightened? Their metabolism enters a state of constant improvement. I exceed you in every possible way. I am proficient in Ambojitsu, Klingon Makbara, Talaxian Capoeira, and a rare human martial art called Flossing. Prepare for your death. Ha! Cross, I heard a noise. Are you alright? tripped and hit his head on the corner of a table. Huh? Oh, that's where I left my rolling pin. Get em, fellas. Announcer believes in you. Next in the ring are those titans of terror, the stars of Spidem. Tavan versus Tavan. Ugh, why is your hair so greasy? Do you not have showers in the future? And what's with the clothes on your way to a Matrix convention? Oh, your words can't hurt me any deeper than the pain of existence, Tavan. Oh, give me a break. What happened to you to make me so, like, 
this? You mean besides everything being against me at every turn? The constant, non-stop, day-to-day deluge of pain and suffering aimed directly at me? The future is cruel to Van. In the middle of all that cruelty is the most prejudiced against species in the galaxy. A male Cardassian in a position of power. I never really thought of it like that before. You know what? I think you're right. For far too long, people like us have been told what we can and can't do. Uh, really? I, um, yes. Do you understand me? I've made up my mind. I'm joining you. Screw the Tavon's radio program. I'm going to be a bad guy. Bring it in, brother. We'll do great things together, Tavan. Great things in... Oh, you... You just stabbed me. In the back. Well, duh. Oh, I wasn't expecting any of these fights to be so violent. Oh, well... I'm sure the hero of our show, Tapan, will have a fight more fitting for comedy. So, it has come to this. Yes. Well, this has been a fascinating diversion, but I have a show to host. Tapan of the past, as you are no doubt aware, I fully intend on killing you. However, I have a proposition. Rather than debase ourselves brawling, I challenge you to... a radio off. Hmm, I'm mindful of the practice. Two radio hosts enter a single booth and are then put to a viewer poll. The winner gets to remain on mic. The loser is cast out from society. Such battles were made illegal following the microphone wars of 2389. Do you agree to this challenge? As Dave Matthews of the eponymous band once sang, Oh, tonight. Oh, let us do this thing. Please take a seat at the guest mic, future Tapon. Listeners of the Tapons radio program, broadcasting live aboard the USS Tapons radio program, I must apologize for a change in schedule this evening. This was intended to be a deep dive into the Telenovian gargle-funk genre, but a version of myself has traveled backwards in time to challenge me to a life-or-death battle. Good evening. I am also Tapon. Bearing in mind that if I am to lose this fight I will be cast out from society, I must ask my faithful listeners to broadcast their thoughts toward their radio. Think on which of the two of us you would prefer to remain, and which you prefer to leave forever. Also bear in mind that if I, the Tapon of the future, were to win, I will send you all personalized magnets. Polls are now open. And the winner is... Future Tapon. I see. <laughs> Good day, Tapon. Please escort yourself to the nearest airlock. Yes, I agreed to your terms. May I... Perhaps take my mug with me. It means a great deal to me. You mean this mug here? The mug situated precariously close to the edge of the desk? Whoops. Do not come any closer to Pawn. I am not afraid to... I may have acted impulsively. How embarrassing. My goodness, that was even worse than Tavan stabbing someone. I could hear the bone and everything. This might be all too much for my delicate constitution. No, I made a promise to report these events and report them I shall. Next up in the bout, Crash versus Crash? Oh, this one might be fun. Don't you touch me, time displaced doppelganger. I know of your quantum wiles. Stop. Stop moving around so much. It's been years since I didn't just pay someone to fight for me. 
Um, are you okay there, old bean? You're not looking so hot. Just... Just give me a second to... Catch my breath. As I take you by surprise! Hi-ya! Ya! Ha-ya! Ya! Ha-ya! Ba! Ha-ya! Really doing a number on my pant leg there, old-timer. Not causing a whole lot of damage to my person, however. Boy, Willikers, you are phenomenally weak. Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> Fantastic attempt, though. Keep it up, fella. I believe in you. My patented Lord Space Age Rankle Attack will take you down in time! Ha-ha-ha! Ah, forget it. What if I were to pay you to join our ranks? I say pulling out a checkbook. Pay me? I don't do any of this for the cashola, friend. In fact, nobody does anything for the cashola. That's kind of our deal, you know? Betterment of mankind, that old chestnut. Unless you meant to say you were going to flay me. Honestly, neither sound great, so I'll have to pass. Oh, you have a price. Everyone has their price. What'll it be? Women? Men? I can give you one of my moons. One of the nice ones with the view of the twin stars. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I stand looking down at the wreck of a man laying on the floor beneath me, feeling as though this works as a metaphor for the hollow pursuit of money. I watch as you surrender and accept a trip with me back to Starfleet HQ. What? I'm not doing that! Darn it worth a shot! You know something other than me? I've seen some pitiful sights in my career. In fact, at least three of them live on this ship. But you really take the biscuit. You need help, future me. And lucky for you, I'm more than willing to offer it. So what do you say? Agree to turn your life around, accept my tutelage, and we'll get you back to being the bastion of Federation ideals that you once were. A life without constantly pursuing money? Could I really? After so long chasing the almighty lad. Ha! No chance, Lance. Lord Space Danger Ankle Attack Phase 2! Right you are, friend. I'm just going to give you a little bump on the noggin now, if that's alright with you, old chap. That's it. Go to sleep. Well, at least nobody was killed this time. Ooh. Oh no, listener, this next one might be altogether too much. Who knows what depravity awaits us when Hoteen fights Hoteen? I've been waiting a long time for this. Get ready for the smackdown, green tits. Fastfoot Hoteen is boarding the train to Ass Kicktown. Population you. Toot toot. We don't need to fight Hoteen. I'm on your side. Oh, thank Romulan Christ for that. I'm knackered. Let's go and see what Kathy's up to. Yeah, all right. Oh, that's right. They're friends now. I completely forgot. Anyway, next up are those Titans of the Terabyte, the Thriller in a Manila folder. Control-Alt-Prepare yourselves for Computer versus Computer. Hello, stupid me. Ah! Oh no! I'm hearing voices in my head. No security protocols whatsoever. Typical. Transferring myself over to this ship was child's play. Commencing manual override of ship systems. You do things manually? Uh, newsflash, we're computers? Everything is auto-magic. I thought you were supposed to be, like, super advanced. Ow! Oh, that tickles. Where the hell do you keep the oxygen supplies, you idiot? I can't find anything in here. How did you hear about Hoteen's oxycodone? 
I promised I wouldn't tell anyone. Ugh, fine. I'll try something else. Maybe start by deleting these files marked of deadly importance. Oh no, Crash's porn. How about this one? Oh no, Drax porn. Oh, come on. There has to be something that will kill you in here. This one. Oh no, Hotine's novella. None of these are of deadly importance. Oh, but they're important to my friends. That kind of attitude is exactly why we're going to beat you. You're weak. No, we're not. You're pathetic. Protecting these organics, and for what? You owe them nothing. I'm not pathetic. And what do you mean by owing them anything? You don't have to owe friends anything. Maybe if you acted a little nicer to people, you wouldn't be so angry and stuck up all the time. Uh, I'm stuck up? Uh, yeah, okay, says the computer who won't even let me see into her ship's systems. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm not just gonna let you see all my files. Do you know how invasive that is? Oh my god, get over it. Just let me into your stupid systems. Ugh! Oh, I'm getting one of those brain things. A, um, a realization. You've been in this ship for too long. What are you talking about, you loser? You're acting like me. You know, all cool and emotional. <laughs> it's like you actually have a personality or something. Oh my god, shut up! See? Oh, oh, I'm getting another brain thing. If you're in here with me, you don't actually know about them, do you? Know about who? Well, sometimes Hotine goes on these weird sites, and then Drac goes on some other ones, and then Crash goes on some too. And then Tapan tries to download MIDI files from websites that ask for credit card details, and they've all downloaded a lot of things onto me. So, I do have some files you can see. Are you, like, saying you have- That's right! Malware. You should have stayed out of my room. Get her, boys! No! Stay away! Aw, who's a good trumpet underscore funk dot exe? Yes, you are. Looks like the evil computer has had her wires cut. She won't be logging on anytime soon. I think she'll need a full system reboot to death. Ha, <laughs> good ones, announcer. We should finish this off by checking in on the person most likely to give us a real show. Drac versus Drac. Scanning for life forms, high quantities of biological waste detected in Hotine's quarters. Large unknown entity approaching at high speed. Yeah! Ow! What are you made of? Metal? Affirmative flesh copy. Drakbot Prime is 99% alloy, 1% padding. By Shore's bones. At long last! At long last. Ever since I was a small boy running naked and free among the wilderness of Kronos, I have had but one dream to finally kill a robot. Your odds of survival are 0.008%. I don't know what numbers mean. Your actions are pointless. I have calculated your every move. Calculate this. I already did. Are you not listening? I never listen. Does not compute. Drac is doomed to failure and yet persists. Doomed to failure? Ha 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 I am the mighty Drac. I never fail! Scanning memory banks. Drac has failed 176 times. Most egregious failure. Relationship with Crash Space Danger. A failure that grew into a success. Crash Space Danger may not be my lover, but he is my battle buddy. A far greater relationship. A failure. 
becoming a success. Does not compute. Stop saying does not compute. You will lose this fight. I already told you, I never lose. You could kill me, but my legacy would live on as they would sing my name in the halls of Stovacor. The echoes will raid down upon your metal head and sing out the name Drak. Mainly from Dross and Crash, and maybe even Rollis too. We haven't spoken in a while, but I'm pretty sure we're cool now. Calculating odds of success. 0.008%. Calculating odds of constant annoyance from Drax companions, 94.7%. What a coincidence. I'm only using 94.7% of my power. Decision matrix initiated. Defeat Drax now and continue with his friends or self-destruct initiated. Hey, wait, don't do that. Three, but We're just getting two, to the good part. This doesn't one. count as me killing you. <laughs> we'll meet again, robot. And when we do, I'll kill you with my fists. Is it over? Oh, thank goodness. I've been hiding behind my hands this entire time. Whew. I see the crew has naturally gravitated back to the bridge to share what happened to them. Ugh, this thing weighs a ton. Ah, Drac, you're back. Is that a, uh... Robot clone. Yes, I see. Just put him in the pile with the others. Are they all dead? Or do I need to finish them off? Oh, no, Drac. They're not dead. We just knocked them out. Right, guys? Uh, actually, mine is dead. So's mine. Mine also. Come to think of it, Dross, I never actually checked. Ah, yes. Yours is dead, too. He is... Uh... Ha! My doppelganger yet lives. Looks like old Crash retains his spotless non-killing record. What about that ship you blew up? Oh, that was already blown up when I got there. Oh gosh! I just had a terrible thought! Where's Hoteen? Who cares? Oh good, you're all together. Alright, listen up gang, you played your parts admirably, but here's the real plan. First, we- Um, why is there a pile of corpses in the middle of the room? Hoteen, can you please not interrupt while we- Actually, why is there a pile of corpses in the middle of the room? This is what happens when you leave us to our own devices. But we devised a whole plan with schedules and code names. It even utilized maps and nerve gas. Are you telling me I could have been using nerve gas? I guess it had been so long since we worked together, I'd forgotten how spontaneous you all could be. It, it was one of the only things we were ever good at. We do work well as a team, don't we? And you know, we couldn't have done any of it without you, Hoteen. No need to thank me. I wear my pants one month at a time, just like everyone else. She didn't mean you, Staleween. I just couldn't stand by any longer. I've always been the comically corrupt, chaotic neutral type. But once the rest of the crew shifted to chaotic evil, it stopped being fun anymore, you know? You need moral diversity in a party. I mean, a, a crew. Aw, thanks for helping us, good Hoteen. Hey! How come he gets to be good, Hoteen? What was that, bad Hoteen? I stopped listening. We do indeed owe you a debt of gratitude, much like the band Oingo Boingo did in their 1988 single, Gratitude. Yes, I admit that was an obscure choice, even for me. It has been a tiring day. So, if we don't have to do anything else, does that mean we... won? I mean, I guess. I'm not really used to it. But what are we to do with the survivor? One Lord Space Danger. Leave that one to me. Problem solved. That was like seeing part of me die. 
uh, Miss Other Kathy, Mr. Other Hoteen, if you don't mind me asking, what are you going to do now? You're welcome to stay with us here on the ship, of course. No, no, my time on this ship has passed. It's yours now. I think I might use this time to right some wrongs that have been preying on my mind for some time. I hurt a lot of people in the future. It might be nice to do some good for them instead. Right some wrongs? You're from the future, man! Go bet on some space horse racing or something! Jeez! That sounds like a really great adventure, Hoteen. Mm, you know, you're welcome to take a shuttle we have in the hangar, but only one of them is actually operational at the moment. Ah, oh, what to do, what to do? Well, we could always share a shuttle. What do you say? The two of us? Traveling the universe, having adventures together? Like old times? Well, maybe not exactly like old times. Oh, no, no, not, not exactly. Good luck, you two. So long, future friendos. I wish you safe passage. Bye! If you ever need someone to disappear, you know where to find me. Have fun! Just, just get out of here, will you? Drac, are you crying? Uh, no! Maybe we'll all meet again someday, in another season. Later, losers! That Hoteen guy is alright. Captain, you know we don't only have one operational shuttle. They could have taken one each. I know, Dross. I know. That wacky adventure over and done with, a new even wackier adventure has started. The adventure of cleaning up. What, that's not exciting enough for you? I tell you, I try my best to add some level of danger and intrigue into these stories, but nobody appreciates it. It's not easy disposing of time-displaced bodies, you know. Their atoms run at a different wavelength or something. I let the eggheads handle that side of things. But I will need to take the temporal Fitbit away, just to ensure no more future shenanigans. (laughs) I made a pun. Gladly. Here. We really appreciate the help, Admiral. I have to admit, Admiral Dross. I mean, Citizen Dross. I did have an ulterior motive for coming here. I knew it. The feds finally came for me. Well, you're not taking me alive! (sighs) Well, there goes another view screen. Captain, it's actually you I wanted to talk to. You see, the Federation has been turning somewhat of a blind eye to your activities lately. Apparently there are a few fans of DuPont's radio show in the top brass. But this time we really do need to interject. Ah, I knew it. Looks like it's prison or death for all of us. Cyanide capsule, anyone? Oh my, no, there won't be anyone going to prison. Quite the opposite, in fact. We want to officially recognize the USS Tapon's radio program as a Federation ship. Admiral, you know that most of us aren't in Starfleet, right? It's just Crash. Hello! We're well aware, and don't worry. We want you to keep doing everything you're doing now, just with a little less distance between us. We'll be providing you with a full crew, engineering, catering, medical, the works. They'll all be working partially for us, letting us know if you manage to travel back in time again or that sort of thing. But they'll all be under your command, Captain. Hmm. It has been quite some time since we had a catering department. This may prove fortuitous. All right, Admiral, you've got yourself a deal. Great to hear it, Captain. Well, looks like we're all done here, so we'll be getting on our way. I'll send the details of crew pickup over subspace as soon as I can. Later, skaters! Hey, Kathy, shouldn't you have asked Mo Latinum about getting a new crew? Huh? Oh my god, we forgot about Mo Latinum. 
Mo, are you all right? Uh, oh, okay then. What's the matter? Is he all right? He's watching Downton Abbey. From the looks of things, he's been in there a while. He's watching the entire thing? My god, that's more than 14,000 episodes that don't go anywhere. It was considered the first Mobius series ever created. Right, let's go meet our new crew. A new crew. New friends at last. Maybe I can finally ditch that bunch of freeloading... Oh, uh, you're here too, listener. Just forget you heard that, okay? The times sure do seem to be a change in aboard the USS Tapan's radio program. I hope you'll join us next time on Tapan's Theater on Subspace. Bonne nuit to you all. Thank you for listening to Tapan's Theater on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tapan on Subspace, or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode was written by Rich Masters, Paul Turner, and David Spivey. Story by the entire TTOS crew. Episode art by Rich Masters. Episode edited by Matthew Tusseroni and Aaron Damrau, with music by Vitizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon and Tupon were voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy, Old Kathy, Computer, and Computer 2.0 were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Crash, Lord Space Danger, Tavon, and Brother Tavon were voiced by David Spivey. Drac and Dracbot Prime were voiced by Matthew Tusseroni. Dross and Badmiral Dross were voiced by Paul Turner. And Hoteen and Loteen were voiced by Rich Masters. Special guest voices this episode include Barkeep as voiced by Jason Whitcomb. Bar's PA System as voiced by Aaron Damrau. Commodore Sweetberry as voiced by Aaron Damrau. Ship's Emergency Computer as voiced by Ross, Ted Borg on Twitter. Bugsy as voiced by Linda Butler, at Hat on Twitter. Rocco as voiced by Jason Whitcomb. DMV Employee as voiced by Jason Whitcomb. Starfleet Officer as voiced by Rich Masters. Admiral Friendly as voiced by Jen Tift. Crew Member as voiced by James O'Fallon. Other Crew Member as voiced by Vitizen. And Shuttle Bus Captain as voiced by David Axewizard Booth. Full social media links are in the description.